0: Oh, you think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson.
1: We never seem to be outside of a presidential election cycle or any election cycle, but things could be different in the 2024 race, even though we don't have official nominees just yet. The New Yorker wrote an article recently saying that one organization could have what they called basically an outsized impact on the upcoming race. So let's get to know not only what they're trying to accomplish, because it's made up of both Republicans and Democrats, but also why they believe that there is room for other voices in this race. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. I'm now joined by Governor Pat McCrory. He is the 74th governor of the great state of North Carolina. And uh, since leaving uh, the governor's office, he's now been involved with a group called No Labels, which you've probably seen in the news. So, yes, we'll talk about what No Labels actually is. But let's also talk about the why as well. Governor, thank you so much for being on the uh, program here. So let's start right there. When we talk about no labels, are we talking specifically about a political party? And then we'll get to the presidential race in a few minutes.
0: It I'd consider it more of a movement than a political party. It, no labels as an organization has been around for 11 to 12 years. They were the ones that helped form the Problem Solvers Caucus, primarily in the House, which helped solve the uh, budget uh shut down possible budget shutdown just months ago. So they've had they've been very active in the DC area for 11, 12 years. but during the past year there was a group within the problem solvers caucus and no labels which basically said wait a minute, we've never seen this dynamic in U.S politics before and that was where 60 to 70 percent of the people are not content or unsatisfied with the two presidential leading candidates from the Republican and Democratic Party. Usually, it's about 40% of the people go, God, can't we do better? Now it's 60 to 70% of the people are going, We don't want either Biden or Trump. And we've never seen that before in my lifetime. And I think in American history, where we've had such a huge division in our country politically, philosophically, from a policy standpoint. But at the same time, we've never seen two presidential candidates who cause so much more division than even we have among regular partisan bases. So, um, the concept is this, that no labels will run a third party candidate. If after super Tuesday, the two lady candidates continue to be Biden and, and, um, Trump. And if there's a, a clear path for victory for a third party candidate, which factly there never has been, except I guess Abe Lincoln could have been considered a third party candidate. Uh, but, um, we're going to see. We're going to make that decision. But we're wasting our time if we don't get on the ballots. And so now we're going to all the states trying to get on the ballot, including my own state of North Carolina, where groups like MoveOn.org are putting political pressure on the elections board not to allow us on the ballot, even though we've got all the signatures verified. So we've got this duopoly of the two major parties that don't like competition. They like the power structure exactly as it is, and they're the ones who are feeding the information. Oh, you're wasting your time on a third party. It has to be either us or them. That's it. And I'm going, no, you're, you've become so arrogant that you just assume we have to vote for your nominee. And that's not the case. Parties are not anywhere in the Constitution. In fact, George Washington warned us about parties. And frankly, that warning is coming to be um, what exactly he predicted Uh When the constitution was formed in 1787 so um it's it's kind of an interesting process i'm still a republican i still consider myself pretty conservative guy but i'm disappointed in my party and i'm even more disappointed in the democratic party so um i i believe in competition in private sector and why should the elections be exempt from competition
1: Okay, so what's going to be different about no labels, whether it's just a movement or whether it turns out to be a ballot access line for another candidate or become a party itself? I mean, you tell me that you are a conservative Republican disappointed in your party, a lot of, uh, you know, anybody who's going to be center or center left on the Democratic side, probably feeling a little left behind by their party. What's different about no labels? Um, Because you've got a lot of Democrats involved in this as well. So what's different ideologically or if anything from the two parties themselves?
0: Well, let me first, the the title speaks for itself, no labels, because I think we both parties have gotten this trap where we're labeling everyone and by labeling everyone, whether it be an right wing extremist or a left winger or a rhino we're stifling discussion. And I frankly am a pretty conservative guy, but I take every issue on its own merit. And on some issues, I'm pretty conservative. On other issues, I might be considered a moderate, especially in my party. And in other issues, who knows? It might be a liberal. And the same thing true with a lot of the Democrats that I'm working from, in front, including Joe Lieberman and Dr. Ben Chavis. I'm finding out that we have agreement on a lot of issues. And we're not as far as far as we think we are, but we're both put in a bucket. I'm When I was governor, I was called a right-wing extremist. Ex- everything I did was an extremist. I mean, it was just amazing. And, and by labeling someone, it's a way to go shut up. It's kind of like when I was a kid, if I was cussing in an argument, that means I ran out of argument. I resorted to cussing. And... Um, that's the same thing, true. That's happening in politics. We get in name calling or putting a label on someone. So I'm tired of the labels right now. And and the second thing is, we're actually coming out with issues and and solutions. We came out two weeks ago or three weeks ago in New Hampshire with a a booklet called Common Sense, and it's really coming from the American people. I'll give you an example on immigration. The Democrats refuse to say they're in favor of uh, enforcing the border. They just can't say it for fear of losing a primary. The Republicans can't say, we're going to accept the Dreamers after 25 years. Well, they're both, they're both wrong. The American people are saying, you know what, we ought to have a very strict border. We ought to follow the law. we got to stop illegal immigration and the fentanyl. Most people agree with that. And most people also go, you know, we're not going to deport 21 19-year-old kids who have been here since they were two years old. It's just not gonna happen. So why don't we get them involved in our society and do both? But both parties won't allow that to happen. So this is the common sense, because all the parties now are more worried about their primaries in the general election. And that's the incentive now in the prime is the win the primaries and your gerrymandered district will automatically get you a seat in the House of Representatives.
1: We are visiting with former North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory. Uh, what about the argument that says, but the stakes are so high, uh, some would argue on the right because government has become so big, uh, that if there is another major uh, another major presence in the race, that that could take votes from the left, from the Democrats, from the right, the Republicans, and then end up with an extremist on the other side who ends up gaining more power. So basically we're talking about, I guess we're talking about the spoiler effect question.
0: How convenient. You notice they don't bring up the issues. They don't bring up the leaders. They just bring up, you're going to be a spoiler to the status quo. <laughs> it's an amazing monopoly or duopoly that we have. Can Can you imagine if we did that in the private sector? If we had two major companies, how dare a third company come up? Well, that's what we're doing. And in fact, we're look, right now, 65% of the people don't want Biden or Trump maybe one of them might be the spoiler for a third-party quality candidate.
1: All right, uh, Governor uh, Pat McCrory, 74th governor of North Carolina, he's agreed to give us a few more minutes here. Uh, In the last 30 seconds or so, let's go ahead and put out the website, social media information, and then we're going to pick up this conversation because I want to start with that uh, statistic that you just referenced regarding the number of people who say they're dissatisfied with the current front runners in the parties. But where do people uh, learn more about new
0: labels? Uh, No labels.org. And we've got a wonderful web page. And and we also have on that web page our common sense booklet, which reviews 30 items, including some of the most controversial items on social issues. We're not sidestepping anything, unlike many of the presidential candidates on both sides of the aisle. You know, no one's talking about issues now. We're actually want to get back to talking issues. And the two parties like to avoid those issues. Um, including the debt, including Social Security, including some of the social issues that are dividing this nation. Uh, We we stand on 30 issues, which we've come out with uh, pretty clear stances of where where we think the American people are.
1: Okay, we're going to pick up this conversation in just a couple of minutes right here on American Viewpoints.